Hello, and welcome to the Swift Talk. I'm Kate, the not-so-Swifty today. And I'm not-so-Swift Sam, mm. the Swift Sam. Today is a role reversal. Oh, episode 5-3, the Here. day the earth stood swift. Your fa- I can't with your faces right now. You're, I'm not going to be able to get through this if Listen, you keep looking at I me like that. I can kind of control what they do. I can't control how I look. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am chopping off Phillips with a chainsaw. I felt like Mike Myers. I feel like doing a podcast and I'm doing an office reference and this is Anyway. <laughs> Hello, Kate. Hi, Sam. How are you? Oh, I'm... Doing just great. Thank you. Do you have, are you having a little bit of like deja vu? Like we've been here before. It's it's August. It's mid-August. We're recording a podcast about Taylor Swift. Gamma Rush is in full swing. Gamma Rush is happening. You got some bids? Oh my gosh, my girls this year. Uh, those girls. Do you have anyone you're rooting for particularly? <laughs> I got, I'm Case I'm going to Kansas. <laughs> Do I? Oh my god! There's just two. I'm all in on Kylan, Kylan, Shelby, Grayson. Oh my god! There's just, poor Grant. Grant got dropped. Oh, Grant didn't see that happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, Grant. She made it pretty far. Grant just wasn't. At, the South hasn't evolved enough. Grant identifies as female, but was not born as female, and they dropped her the day before bids day. Why let her get that far if you're gonna drop her? Well, the poor thing. I like broke my heart. Yeah. There's a lot of ways you can look at it. And like, uh, granted, I didn't know Grant was in this because I've followed 0% of this. And I haven't babbled at you about this at all. I know. And that's weird to me because uh, you, last year you would, you were on my case about this. Right now you're like, have you seen the uh, Shania Twain documentary? Instead of being like, Sam, Bama, Bama Rush. Let's talk about, let's talk about Pants Store. <gasps> The pants store had their own TikTok account. It was so fun. We're all wearing fairly matching outfits on accident today, and I threatened to make them do uh, Bama Rush, OOTD. Oh, gosh. But anyway. The only thing I'm doing is the curly shuffle. The oh, curly shuffle. Yeah. Anyway, today, you're taking the driver's seat. Very true, very true. And I was... So there was a certain level of what I was going to bring to this. And then right before we went on air, you looked at your phone and saw what we're going to do. Yeah, but I'm still, my mind, I'm, I can't, I'm still, I don't know. It's all good. My brain is a little short circuited because. Oh, you thought I was going to pull like some dragged out of hell, like demon of. Nope. You didn't know nope. it. Yeah. I thought you were going to do the uh, soundtrack song from Fifty Shades. <laughs> oh, no. 100% oh, where I thought you were going with this. Oh, that uh, that's, no, 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 no. I was like, all right, prepare for that. And that was an option. I know. I had so many things. I was going, mm. Kate laid down the law of being like, it can't be a cover. It's got to be like an original song or it's going to be these things. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I got these ideas. And then I immediately Googled my phone. I was like, oh, that's right. Taylor Swift didn't sing or write this song. So next song. And then I just, I let life inspire me. Life uh, 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 finds a way. And we're going to Jurassic Park this little uh, mosquito in amber. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going 
back to 1989. We're going back to 1989. The track one, Welcome to New York. I, never would I ever have. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I cannot wait to see where you go with this. <laughs> we're going to New York, baby. Oh, field trip. All right. All right. So we're going to hit pause. You hit pause. Feel free to cue up this song, give it a listen, and we'll be right back. We sure will be. Well, Kate. <laughs> well, Sam. <laughs> um, I am thrilled. I love, 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 love. This song. Interesting. Love it. Tell me why you love this song. It's just so happy. I feel like this is one of those songs that like, I when I was younger, I was like, I'm going to move to New York City. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this, work in art or fashion or whatever. And you hear this song and you're like, this is like the opening of that like rom-com movie where the heroine moves to New York and this is her first day there and she's just like I'm here the city has got everything I needed I'm ready to go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's it, ready to open up her own cupcake business after leaving the architect firm yeah yeah she left that hometown boy behind mm-hmm. here for the new possibilities yeah fresh start which is I mean that, that summation of being like this makes you feel like that is what a lot of critics and fans have have attributed to this song. Yeah. But to be fair, she's not the first person to write a song about New York City. I don't know if our listeners know that. No. Guys, gals, non-binary pals. There's been like at least four other songs about New York in the history of time. <laughs> yeah. New yeah. York State of Mine. Yeah. Uh, Jeez, uh, I'm crumb. Jay-Z, Jay-Z and Alicia Welcome Keys. Welcome to New York. Empire. Uh, Empire yeah. State of Mine. Yep. You too. You too. Yep. This town, Didn't this Frank town, Sinatra, oh yeah. um, Billy Joel, Frank Sinatra, Simon and Garfunkel. Yep, yeah. yep. She's in good company. She's in good company. Uh, so it's this is the this is the first song uh, off of 1989. Yeah, her fifth album coming off of Red. Yeah, this is uh, so I chose this song. Yeah, I'm so tell me. Uh, so let's uh, Tegan. Oh, okay. Our our sweet sweet boy Tegan, uh, we were he he's been on a a roll when it comes to like randomly yelling at Alexa to play songs. Oh yeah. Uh, we this is I think you have to tell our listeners this story. I all think. right. So there was a bomb scare in Portsmouth a few nights ago, Friday night, and it's there, our third th- in a year. Yeah, third or fourth in a year. There was a lot of police activity going on. There was like a a. a Drag race slash car meetup happening in downtown. No. Uh, oh, Route 1, Route 1. No, um, Woodbury. Woodbury, Woodbury, yeah, thank you. Uh, and then all of a sudden at like 10.30, uh, police show up and start shutting down all of Market Square from Massimo's to the parking garage. Just everything shut down. But like from the Hammer to like the beginning, like Market Street, Hanover Street. Mm-hmm. Just putting up tape, putting out a officer, flashing the lights. And this is prime time. Everyone's walking, leaving the bar to go to the next bar, Going go home, home from dinner. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tegan, who has a couple run-ins with the police every now and then, just yells at Alexa, Alexa, play the theme song to cops. And all of a sudden, all you hear echoing down the street from between the federal building and us is, bad boys, what you want? And 
this the poor cop, poor police officer couldn't catch a break because they are trying. Like people are just walking through the tape. She's yelling at people like, "You can't go out this door. You got to go around the other door." And all you hear is "Bad boys, bad boys." <laughs> it was just genius. So a few days before that, uh, actually, it was it was pretty. Much, it was almost like a week before, and then I started mm-hmm. thinking about this. We have uh, it's it's summertime is ending. We have several hosts that are going back to school. People that are going back to find a new job. Mm-hmm. Two of them separately are moving to New York City, and we're talking about this. And Tegan queued up Taylor. Tegan. Yeah. And so we are listening to this song. I'm like, this is for me. This relates a lot to what I was bringing to the table. First time I'm really hearing this song, I'm like, is that Taylor Swift? Yeah. Because it's really for the first time a larger departure from what she usually sounds like. I know it's the fifth album. She fooled around a little bit with Red when it came to certain things. But to me, sonically, it didn't sound at all like Taylor Swift. No. And I think that's why in some cases it's divisive when it comes to critics i don't really know fan wise i feel like it was like a, a touch and go but it seemed like this was also 2014 this is the time when like it was cool to kind of hate on taylor yeah uh there's a great interview with her in vulture when they're like you know a lot of people have written songs about new york people are criticizing you because it, it doesn't really have anything that ties to it um there's no real references you're like walking around the village there's not these these things are going on like you're just making to be like I moved here put my emotions in the drawer and then I'm in New York like all you do is say welcome to New York and she's like yep I don't care (laughs) you're an artist and you're supposed to condense a uh, very abstract and many faceted feeling into three minutes and 30 seconds Mm -hmm. have fun with that I I love this song I think a lot of fan fans love this song because when 1989 dropped this is still like deep in the CD days. So I went to Bull Moose, mm-hmm. bought my CD, and went to work at the music hall and popped it right in. And I was, I was like, look, don't talk to me today. Like I'm in a Taylor verse. And when that song, that's the first song on the album, mm-hmm. and it just like, and it, I mean, as the kids would say, it slaps. <laughs> well, I mean, when you, when you think of Taylor, especially getting to this point, you, you can think of like the, the plucky banjo at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You can think of like a slightly more like s- not synth orchestral, but like artificial orchestral beginning. Mm-hmm. And this one starts with like yeah. very like she's just like, and but that sets the tone. Like it immediately jolts you into like this is going to be a little outside of what you're expecting. Mm-hmm. Buckle up. And I think that's so. I think in in that way, it's out of what, not what you're expecting. Buckle up. It ties back to why she's writing this song. But also, like, keep in mind, and I think the bigger picture here is, she was in Nashville, mm-hmm. and now she's in New York. and now So we've gone from the country ingenue, oh, who was yeah. dabbling with different, yeah. and now she's like, I've welcome to New York. I've done my research, Kate. Oh, I'm, I'm well aware I'm that so she's sorry. 24 years old. She just moved to New York. She is out of her comfort zone. I actually also uh, read something where she wrote the song uh, for her friend, Selena Gomez to try to get her to come to New York. Oh, so really? speaking of Selena Gomez in <laughs> 1989. Oh, okay, go ahead. They're besties. They're like the cutest besties too. I just, I love their friendship, and it spanned decades. They met because of the Jonas Brothers. But Selena has a beauty line. It's called Rare Beauty, and like, it's. Incredible. 
So, yes. is, so is her new TV show. Uh, only Murderers in the Building. Unbelievable. About podcasting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she, um, there's a lot of conversation that Selena would collaborate with Taylor on 1989. And that we would get a... Red 1989 lipstick from Rare Beauty. How fun. I would totally buy it. Wait, is this something that's been talked about for a while or is this something that's been like recent in the ethers? This is recent in the TikTok land. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's going to wear that when they find out that she's the murderer. And only murderers allowed. Maybe. Maybe not. Probably not. Well, you never know. You know what? You never know. You never know. I'm always down for a good tie-in as i learned from fargo the movie and the tv show you never know (laughs) so So, (laughs) sorry kate wait wait wait. this is me podcast is this so sam (laughs) why do you why why do we love this song why did we pick this song how does this relate to you well that's a lot of questions that's a lot of questions for somebody that did the research today and in no way, shape, or form said they had any positive feelings about this That's song. That's fine. You you sell me or you tell me about this song. Good, bad, bop. So it's very interesting because, uh, as we said, it's a bit divisive. Uh, this is also she's becoming she's been, she's recorded this song. It's been about ten years plus, just uh-huh. just over ten years of her actively recording, being a recording artist and performing artist, and. At this time, she's getting into her that period of adulthood where she is becoming more invested in the goings-on of not just herself, but her surroundings, where mm-hmm. she lives, the people that are her fans, what's going on politically. The, she, in 2014, was still not being involved it's, in politics. It's it's getting there, though. She's not actively doing it. But no, she, like, head full in the sand. The, so the... Oof. She was not... Interesting. Nope. Okay. Nope. Okay. She in 2014, she was very much like, I'm just a singer. People just want me to be an entertainer. That is my role in this. See, but again, I think that this is her becoming a bit more aware of her surroundings, the people around her. She's becoming a bit more uh, enlightened, you could say. Okay. There are certain uh, where people were panning like that doesn't really have a lot to do with New York besides saying welcome to New York. It does encapsulate that feeling of you are breaking out into a land of possibility everything can anything can happen mm-hmm. and it's also a place where you know every all strangers welcome strangers as not just like you're new here but strangers you're strange like everyone every shape form color we're doing this together mm-hmm. the line that gets some people that gets their ga is that uh you can want who you want boys and boys and girls and girls yeah which is to me it's like it's kind of a cool line uh-huh. because it's in, in one way, it's saying boys and boys and girls and girls. You could be saying that there's like, oh, yeah, there's different types of boys and there's different types of girls. Mm-hmm. Or it can be you want who you want, boys who want boys and girls who want girls, mm-hmm. which is, in a sense, a blur reference. The boys who like girls who like girls who like boys. See, I take this as an Ingrid Michaelson. Girls oh. like boys. Like girls or something. Like Ingrid Michaelson did something similar to that, too. Still a better line than girls don't like boys. Boys like uh, girls like cars and money. Is boys it? will laugh at girls when they're not funny. Yeah. I think it's kind of better. But uh, people were saying like this is like LGBTQ plus got behind it. They're like this is a cool line. And then some people said it's not really a line though. I think that it's one of those things of being. Um, just I'm saying I'm not saying that this is her being the activist. I'm no, saying no. this is these are the seeds that are beginning to sprout. Because of she's becoming aware of everything going around her, there uh, are the things of her being like, oh, people think that I'm doing this. 
How deep did you go in this? Because I I'm down to talk about it, but like, Let's how talk. deep did you go into this research? I went kind of deep. Did you get to Carly Claus? Did I get to who? No. Carly Claus. Let's talk about Carly Claus. Did you get there? Let's talk about Carly Claus. Yeah, let's do it. Bring what do you up. got? What do you got? Your show. No, no, no. Please, please, please. No, I'm curious. Like how like far. I went. So I went deep on this with a lot of different things because let's say uh, broke the top 40 uh-huh. billboard chart. Yeah. Uh, top 10 in New Zealand, top 20 in America, mm-hmm. Canada, Europe. All the proceeds of this went to the New York City Education Department. Yeah. Which in some ways I was going to tie to, remember how we said that she got her honorary doctorate? Some of the actions that you do 10 years later can pay off. Yeah. This is one of those things that I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this. So there's a lot of rumors. There are rumors. It doesn't really matter that Mm -hmm. she and Carly had a relationship that was much closer. Right. Than a friendship. Right. And so they're saying that this is one of those songs because Carly lived in New York. They moved, she moved into New York like... Taylor has been quoted saying, like, she loves a song because it's that energy that just, mm-hmm. so I can do anything. I can be anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm in New York. Right. And the song encapsulates just ha- the, the feeling she had at that time. Mm-hmm. I don't want this to come off as the negative way. Uh, the song, in a way, is experimental for Taylor. Yeah. It is. She's trying something com- completely new. I didn't want to go too deep into the rumor mill. Because I don't either. I don't have a huge pulse on one any Taylor Swift rumors. True. Uh, half of the the gossip that we gossip on the uh, side of being um, conspiracy theories, I don't <laughs> really buy into. Right. I do love a nice like. Hmm. I wonder who done it. What if? But yeah, sure. This could be tied to that. Yeah. There's a whole corner of TikTok that it, the Gaylor is what they call it. The gay Taylor theories. What. Well, I- if that made her happy. Sorry, that was an audible eye roll for me. I know. Me. It's one for me, too. I just don't think it's any of our business. <laughs> and, like, I have close friendships. We are very codependent. I can tell you where three of my friends are in real time in this exact moment. And they can tell me. where I, They can tell you where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, You want what you want. You love who you love. You get to do. They're no longer friends. Who knows what happens there mm-hmm. other than she sided with Scooter Braun and that's garbage. But, yeah, um, you know, friendships also are seasonal sometimes and you can be so close and the best of friends and then life takes you in such different directions. Mm-hmm. And it probably has nothing to do with anything other than you're in this place in your life and your friend is completely opposite. Mm-hmm. And like that's just sometimes how the world works. Yeah. It's very true. We don't necessarily know what happened there. And we'll never know. It's a rumor. And it's none of our business. And and, uh, this is a song that also be doing the research on it. I had this thought today that I didn't want to share. Uh, I'm not becoming a Swifty per se, Uh, but you uh, have in the past uh, year, um, you have humanized a lot of her to me. And so I was doing this research and one of the great, um, uh, a critic that was kind of coming to her, not not even critic, like an album reviewer that was coming to her side was saying how, you know, of course this song doesn't have every single thing you want it to be at every moment about how you feel about New York. This is a person who at this time can't walk through Central Park without a security detail, like can't do these things without yeah. paparazzi. Uh, I was listening to, uh, what's her face from Twilight? Kristen Stewart. Thank you, Kristen Stewart. 
talking about what happened to her when she blew up because of Twilight. Yeah. And she was saying, like, you know, you you have to grow this ability to tune out the world and not realize or care that people are photographing you with your ex-boyfriend smoking marijuana outside of your apartment. (laughs) There are these things and everyone's like, oh, I can't believe. Oh, what were you thinking? Oh, and it's like, I was just trying to be. And there are just like 50 people waiting for me to do something cool or not cool and make money off of it. I mean, we live in a very small town. Yes, we do. And we hear... Everything about everybody in our social circle. That's why our hair is so big. We have so many secrets. Hair is not that big. Hair is that big. But yeah, we we hear all of it all the time. Can you imagine what it's like if we're making a multi-million dollar corporation that's world news? So magnified. Like, it's already overwhelming when they're like, oh, well, Kate, you want to talk about what happened last night? I'm like, I went home from work, watched Gilmore Girls. Like, oh, well, this person. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Or it's the, you know what's going on. How is he really doing? What's really going on in this situation? Like, what's your insight on this? <laughs> My dinner conversation yeah. last night. Yeah, dinners with <laughs> dinners with the uh, memory. <laughs> I had dinner at Mosmo's last night, Jason. Why wasn't I invited? It was a last minute audible, but next time I'll text you. Actually. It was past the time. It was like 745. And I felt like I was too close to the you can't text after eight cutoff to do that. You guys are learning. You are learning. So I. After 53 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it did take us 10 weeks to get your phone number. We communicated solely by email for a while. <laughs> Carrier pigeon. <laughs> well, it took like 47 weeks for us to have like a, a meal together. <laughs> 44 weeks for us to get you to a dance party okay, okay. 10,000 streams to have a meal together I yep. still wasn't sure that you guys were going the distance but <laughs> <laughs> here we are locked and loaded I let Sam pick a song and follow through I, I can't believe that alright so yeah, it's been almost 10 years since this song came out yeah do you want to look into other easter eggs in this song <laughs> you easter egg me up Sam I'm ready I got my Could basket she dance to this beat Forevermore? Could she? What if Evermore was originally supposed to be a synth pop opera? Well, since you mentioned it. (laughs) This is off the cuff questioning, and I love that there's actually fan theories to this. Let's go. You think I'm not going to be able to give you a fan theory for for whatever you throw at me? Give it to me. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, the folklore Evermore universe is totally waiting to become a broadway show for her to get her tony <laughs> we've talked about this obviously but please please go i'm in i'm in it i'm just well i can't because there's like so many other things and that's gonna we have to get to those songs all right all right all right um but i don't think synth opera but i definitely think broadway extravaganza which we will be going to i also wanted uh this is also a time when she and lord are are Still friends. They're friendly, yeah. And I feel like she emulated uh, the the false operatic at the end, the modulation of her voice when she's ending the song. I'm like, that's, that's, yeah. there's an artist and it's at the tip of my brain, but I can't think of her right now. But I was like, this is Lord qualities. But this is also like in the height of her girl gang league. It's funny, I was talking about this with friends a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And like, you know how you have this like big group of girlfriends and you guys do all these fun things and it's like, Sure, but you yeah. know, oh like, no, I, I totally am. Yeah, I've got like pretty good girl gang. Like yeah. we're pretty. Yeah, I've seen you guys. Yeah. yeah, 
Adam. Don't say codependent. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You, you guys know where you are at all times because you have your locations on on your phone. Yep. Among many other things. <laughs> have you heard this? Oh, yeah. The group chats are active. Oh, God. Unnamed and like. <laughs> um, but it's kind of, it was that big thing. It's like you're heading to New York. It's almost like going off to college. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to Bama Rush. Like you can be anything. You can do anything. You can achieve anything. You're going to slay all these dragons. It's like a grown up long live. Yeah. Which was episode two. Interesting. A grown-up long-live yeah. episode two. We're at 53. Yeah. So I feel like it's fun because she's like, let's do this. We're going on an adventure. It's going to be great. Like Everything is magic. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, that's kind of how you feel when you jump into something new and jump into what you think your destiny is. And it's a new, she always wanted to do pop. Mm-hmm. Here she is, like, creating this album that's going to get her... So many Grammys, so much critical acclaim, skyrocketed her even more than she already was, mm. put her in this position where she is now creating a le- lengthy career that's spanning genres, mm-hmm. but she's and it's, in her 20s. It's an intro to an album that had uh, created one of the best songs of all time. The New Romantics? Shake It Off. New Romantics? Shake It Off. New Romantics. Shake It Off. You do like 1989. I do. I do like 1989. Uh, New Romantics is also uh, probably the 1.5ist greatest song that she's ever done. <laughs> Higher than number two. This song wasn't bad. I mean, she it's, did. Yeah, she did say New York. I don't know, 27 times, but oh no, it has at least. All, I wrote repetition down because I'm like, oh, all the qualities I really don't enjoy, except for one song that she does is just like repetition, repetition, yeah. repetition. So, uh, but it had a good beat. It did move. It kind of reminded me of other fun songs of hers. Yeah. Um, I was trying to remi- uh, remind myself of the John Mayer song where he talked about moving to New York or not, or getting swallowed up by New York. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to see if this was kind of like a complete opposite. So in some ways, I'm trying to remember the exact... I- I want to joke and say why Georgia why, but I know that's not the name of the song. No, I'm trying no. to I'm trying to remember what it is, and I'll look it up in a second. But yeah, the idea of like literally getting lost, the point of like being like almost chewed up and spit out by a place, versus just like you know the carnival of like choose which way you want to go. Welcome to this. Look at these things, bright and shiny and new and fantastic. It's like a candy store versus being like vast, yeah, expansive. Where am I right now? I mean, it's a grid system. You'll be okay if you're in Manhattan. Not all of it. Mm. Not all of it. Watch out for Canal Street, kids. <laughs> Buy those fake bags. <laughs> those Vui Latons. <laughs> I did. I went to New York when I was in high college. Mm-hmm. My mother let me just kind of like leave her, and I was wandering through Canal Street, like 19 years old. I like mentally cannot wrap my brain around this, and I felt like wandered into this like storefront that then they take you through the back and then they take you down to the basement and i was like this is where i die mm-hmm. and she opens up this like closet and i was just like ah oh, i want that those bags i bought myself a fake louis that looked pretty real mm-hmm. could have been stolen i don't know yeah i had yeah similar experience i went to new york to be a pharmacist and became a 
became uh, a, a patron of the arts and comedies and had many of those moments where like, yeah, I took the, the Fung Wah bus from oh, Boston to New York back and forth all the time. $5, right? 15. Yeah, 15 for us. Uh, it Pretty much every time I went down or back from the bus, I would get a phone call or a text from somebody either in New York or New Hampshire being like, are you okay? Because at the same time I'm traveling, another bus has... Uh, the engine exploded. Mm-hmm. Someone, the driver got arrested. And they had to change drivers. Like all these things, it was always an adventure. Same here. I would go down to art galleries and museums and and have meetings with artists and take the fung walk because yeah. you know I'm, I wasn't going to drive. I didn't feel like driving. And uh, someone would be at the you know the McDonald's mm-hmm. when they'd stop halfway and forget to get back on the bus and they would start driving and people uh, hey so you got to stop he's running down the street you know and we'd have to stop for people mm-hmm. it was crazy it's does it still exist do they still mm, i i think 2 years ago it it folded into something else yeah they had two different buses and then um, they had megabus and then there was Megabus was like double decker. We have TVs. We can do yeah. these things. Well, there was there was one. Well, I I moved up in the world to this thing called the limo liner, which was a like a fancier uh, bus that went out of similar area that had uh, you know big leather lounge seats, a steward on the bus, food that they gave you, and you know big screen TVs and Wi Fi, but it only had like half the seats, mm-hmm. so you weren't. It was like being in first class on an airline. That's the type of seats you had and everything. It was much better, but it was much more expensive. Uh, the Swift Talk now sponsored by Limo Liners, the jet blue of the land. Uh, speaking of sponsors, my uh, one of my regulars, longtime listener, was like, whatever happened to Liquid IV? You guys were all in, <laughs> and then you just stopped talking about it. And I would like to assure you, I still drink Liquid IV every day. I don't drink it every day, but I do drink it time to time. There's still some in my cupboard. I only drink it when Kate gives it to me. <laughs> I was joking. I was joking that I'm going to make a TikTok where it's like, they do all these ones where it's like daily routines. I get up in the morning and I drink my water with fresh squeezed lemon and I blah, blah, blah. And I want to be like, I get up in the morning and I drink my lemon light liquid IV because that counts as three glasses of water. So I don't have to think about it again until lunch. I'm Sam. I'm going to help you with your tax prep. Prep. First step, make sure everything's in order. Second prep, open up some liquid IV and pour it into your water. Shake thoroughly. Third step, hire an accountant. <laughs> it's just funny because I was, um, when it was so hot last two weeks ago in July mm-hmm. and we're waiting tables outside, I'm literally just like forcing liquid IV on my coworkers because I was like, you need to hydrate. Oh so yes, while we don't talk about it, because they don't, I don't know, maybe they do know we exist now, but. Maybe this is the Canadian girlfriend for me that is real. Canadian girlfriend for you, French girlfriend for Ben. <laughs> Lose y'all. You're all going international. Ay, ay, ay. All my faux husbands. Moving on. Well, we'll always have our baby, which is this podcast. Papa's <laughs> given us the cue. Each and every week we roll the Jillian Petruziello Still Alive Memoriam die. And we choose a random album and song of Taylor Swift. All right, let me pull up the album list. All right. You roll your dice. I'll roll the dice. And I'm just going to say, like, yeah, I agree with Jason. Like, this song is, it's good. It's definitely not terrible. I'd say it's a bop. It's a bop. It's a bop. It's a bop. It's not real. It's not quite a shake, but you know it's a bop. It's a bop. Like they say in New York, I'm bopping here. Ba-da-bop-bop-bop. Just roll the dice. Let's see if you can tell it's not like a... 
you've been in New York for a while song. There's no like, get out of my way. All right. Album number six. Reputation. I don't give a damn about my reputation. Uh, which, okay, 1989 cover and reputation cover both to me allude to other artists. In 1989, I think it alludes to Bowie, like almost Ziggy's Stardust phase with the picture on the front. Maybe, yeah. And then reputation, definitely Prince, controversy. Yeah, absolutely. Probably get into this next week. Next week. Uh, song number eight. Song number eight. Oh, fun. Very different. Gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, the song is called Gorgeous. Okay. All right. Uh, Reputation and Gorgeous. <sighs> Here we go. I don't give a damn. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you just stumbled across this, welcome. Please make sure you like, subscribe, follow, review. Still, still salty about that one review <laughs> what you never forget your first negative review it wasn't even negative it was four stars i've been reminded that that's still good whatever <laughs> you know who you are go back in and edit your cup <laughs> follow yeah right now right now <laughs> and follow us on our socials we do from time to time post maybe we'll today maybe well, yeah, we got to do our Bama Rush outfits. Oh, God. No? Okay. Well, um, so, yeah. Thanks for listening. I'm Kate the Swifty. I'm the not-so-Swifty returning back to Sam. <laughs> and we'll be back next week with Gorgeous. Gorgeous.